I once heard a story about a man on a mission to get to the bottom of a mountain with a reward worth this mission. And so he's on skis and he's making his way down this steep, snowy mountain. Along the way, he's weaving, he's dodging boulders and obstacles and different things to get to the bottom of this mountain. Everything else in the way is nothing compared to what he is after. And the question is, what was this man after? Hello, I'm Yvonne, and this is Kaizen. He gets to the bottom of this uh, hill for this great reward, and it happens to be a Swiss kit bar. Now you're probably wondering, what is a Swiss kit bar? Um, and the idea really with this is that this was an ad in the 70s and this was a scene uh, for Swiss kit bars. They're no longer a thing. I did a lot of research on the internet to see if uh, I could find myself one. I saw a lot of great reviews about them, but there were these uh, fruit covered uh, fruit covered with chocolate um, and they basically were these decadent treats that the Europeans uh, used to like, but they're no longer a thing. And the ad would end with, would you risk it for a Swiss kit? And that's actually where we get the phrase, risk it for the biscuit. So today what we are gonna do is talk to you a little bit about risk and how it plays out in our lives um, both generally, but also as believers. I have with me uh, one of my really good friends, uh, Josue Bompende. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll let you introduce yourself. Tell the people yeah. a little bit about you, who you are, yeah. uh, what you do, and your passion for um, being a teacher yeah. of the word. Um, man, thank you for having me on. Is this is this a video cast? Is that a term? Podcast? Yeah, it's a video podcast. Video can, podcast. You can, okay. you can call it. That. I didn't know what to call it. Yeah, so that works. Yeah, we can edit that part out. No worries. Um, man, so me and Yvonne go back since 2011, I believe. Um, you know, we met at Old Roberts University School. You know, we got to connect by the grace of God. A relationship has continued. Uh, for me personally, I, um, you know, I'm in the great state of Texas. Wow. That's where God resides. That's how we say it in Texas. And, um, and occasionally, you know, he visits other states as well. So yeah. that's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, just going to teaching the word of God, I mean, I feel like the Lord's given me a passion, you know, for his word and just being able to communicate it clearly. Um, I feel like that's, that's an important part uh, as believers, especially when you're in a position of leadership, being able to communicate the word in a way where people can understand and it's palatable for them and mm -hmm. they can grow and it builds them up. So yeah, yeah I mean, I just... It's been a couple of years now walking with the Lord, and it's been fun. Uh, it's been fruitful, and so that's kind of why we're here right now. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, I, I, I hear you're an international bishop. You speak all... I know you're being a little bit modest, but um, you speak at different different events. Churches have you come out. Um, you even travel to do this. So um, we have with us a treat today is what yeah. I'm really trying to communicate. So what we're really going to dive in today is how we manage risk or how we face risk or right. approach it. Because one of the things that, that we've realized as believers mm -hmm. is that there's going to be this uh, 
aspect of what to do when there is the risk of failure or the potential of not achieving maybe the things that God has put on our heart. Right. So what do we do when we're in between the word that God has said mm. and seeing it come to pass? Right. Will we risk mm. failure or potentially not achieving what we want to achieve? Or will we cower back and, and, and not necessarily walk in the things that he's called us to? Right. Does that make sense? It does. Um, so the passage the our foundational passage today is going to be Joshua one. Um, and it is this passage where, um, Moses has died and it's now time for Joshua to lead the children of Israel. We get to, uh, really eavesdrop Mm. on the conversation that God has with Joshua as he is now entrusting him with his people, as he's entrusting him to allow them to walk into the promise that he's already spoken. Hmm. So that sets the stage for today. And that's what we're going to be looking at risk. Uh, We'll be looking at risk from that standpoint. So Josue, you know, what would you say is uh, a way that as believers, we should approach risk? Hmm. So I'm going to use a couple phrases I've kind of learned and heard a couple over my years of I guess, you know, following the Lord in, in some verses as well. Uh, Pastor Tony Evans likes to say, without God, you cannot. And without you, he will not. Mm. Right. So that's, that's the Lord's approach to anything that he does. He wants to do it through his children. Right. The Bible says that we are workers together with him. I believe that is in Second uh, Corinthians chapter six, that we are workers together with him. So that that reveals that there's a participation on our mm. part with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, that's exciting, right? It gets me excited that the yeah. Lord allows us to be able to participate in what he's seeking to do mm-hmm. here on the earth. It's, it also says that um, that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're created for God. I mean, you're created for good works that God has already established and set up for you. Ephesians 2 says in a different way, um, it says that that it is God who causes both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Yeah. Right. So I, I love those two um, verses in Ephesians chapter two, as well as Philippians chapter two, that speaks to this thing, I believe, as believers, where God is established for us on a day to day. And it's up to us to participate. It's up to us to be workers together with them. So speaking about risk and thinking about risk. A lot of things involving the Lord is spiritual, mm-hmm. right? It's this walk of faith. You look in the life of Abraham. He didn't have the Bible. Right. He was The Lord was speaking to him, and by faith, he was moving and doing different things. And so um, that's kind of the life of the believer. Abraham is the father of faith who walked with God yeah. in this continual place of faith, even though he didn't see God visibly. Mm-hmm. Um, he had this relationship with the Lord, and he was able to press in and for us, you know, we have the word of God to which we're able to dis- distinguish the voice of the enemy from the voice of the Lord yeah. and where he's leading us, where he's bringing us. So um, this life of risk is something that we have to always be willing to do, always mm-hmm. be willing to step out on. Um, I felt like a word that the Lord gave me a long time ago. I was at a, in a train. I was in a train. We were going somewhere. This was in Chicago. We got an opportunity to pray. The person I was with, we got an opportunity to pray for a lady 
that was there uh, in front of us. And so whenever it came time for us to get off the train, a lady walked up to me and she like tapped me on the shoulder. She was like, wow, what you guys did was just so encouraging. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, you know, that's cool. You know, we got to pray for the lady. And so whenever we got off the train, I was kind of thinking about what the lady said. And, and I felt like the Lord told me that obedience is my response and the outcome is his. Wow. Right. So wow. he will take care of the outcome. It's my responsibility to walk in obedience. Yeah, so um, as believers, that's kind of where we stand, you know, in, in regards to risk and obedience to what the Lord is calling us to do. Because he doesn't always give us a full picture of what he wants us to do. So, yeah. yeah, that's really good. And for those of you watching, you know, one of the things that we have to realize um, is just like Josue said, when you look throughout the Bible, when you look throughout the way that God has chosen uh, to bring forth his purposes, mm. one of the things we see is that he uses people. Right. I love that point of participation and participation means I am willing to take the risk mm. because I know who is with me. The idea of risk it for the biscuit is something that is said mm. in society, um, even as a way to tell people that there is this relationship between risk and reward that we all have to really balance and figure out where we're going to fall every time that God speaks something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the idea that we are with risk exposed to the potential of loss, of harm or danger and of really the unknown. Yeah. Um, and so for you, whether you're looking to walk out, whether it's a dream or just a simple word that the Lord has placed on your heart, whether it's to uh, go and witness to someone mm. on a train right. or mm. whether it's to publish a book or to start a business, whatever it may be, there's going to be this element of risk that, that you have to decide what mm. you're going to do with. I love what you said when you talked about the fact that it really is a choice on our end mm. to just obey. So when the Lord <clears throat> speaks, yeah. one of the things that really he he asks us in a way is will you risk it for the biscuit mm. will you risk it knowing that at the end of this or after i've spoken a word that it must come to pass because right. this word does not return to him void right will we take him at his word and say yes lord you've said it and i see the risk but in spite of the risk i'm going to move forward yeah does that make sense yeah no, it, it makes perfect sense and as, as believers, you have to understand that because the life of faith is is pretty much a life of risk, right? So mm -hmm. let's, so the Bible says in he, uh, Hebrews 11 verse 1 that now faith is the substance of, uh, substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. um, so in, in an aspect, a lot of people can say, man, I believe in Christ, for example, right? But if you're not assured in your faith, then your faith in Christ, in a sense, is a risk because you don't really know how this thing is going to play out. Right. But for some of us, we have our hope is in a firm foundation. So for us, believing in Christ is not a risk in that right. aspect. I hope mm -hmm. I kind of explained that um, well. But I sell that to say there's just so much risk involved. And even just looking at Hebrews 11, mm -hmm. you know, we oftentimes refer to it as the hall of faith. Mm -hmm. And you see what the Bible says about each and every single one of those individuals. And as you mentioned, the Lord always gives us promises and it's up to you to do something with the promise that he has given you, mm -hmm. right? And so we see these individuals in the hall of faith and what they decided to do 
in light of the word, the promises that God gave them. Mm-hmm. And and I love, if, if you keep reading towards the end of, of 11, it says that some of them didn't even receive what the Lord had promised them. Mm-hmm. So we understand that faith, even in faith, you might not even be able to receive what the Lord has promised you because that might be for somebody else. Right. That might be for your children. That might be for somebody else. But you're still asked to believe and walk in accordance to what the Lord has given you. First Corinthians, uh, sorry, Second Corinthians tells us that all the promises of God are yes mm-hmm. and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. Right. Right. So it's the through us part of me, through us part of that verse that sticks out to me because mm-hmm. it helps me to understand, oh, why you have a part in this. Mm-hmm. Right. So the Lord is, is awesome and great in that. He uses his children to make his name known, whether that's a business, whether that's evangelism, uh, whether that's a book that you need to write, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, is through us, right? So it's not just, the Lord is not just, um, you know, he's not just going to do this, drop a church down, right? He had children of Israel build the temple for seven years, mm-hmm. right? He didn't just drop a, magically drop uh, a temple there. So we have to understand that we are, as I mentioned earlier, as workers together with them, we are partnering together with them to bring the glory of God uh, here on the earth in whatever field that might be in. Yeah, and I love what you said there, looking at the idea that um, it may not necessarily be for us, Yeah. right? So when God operates, he operates with purpose in mind. Right. So he looks at our lives and our acts of obedience or the things that he's calling us to Mm. in light of how does that fit in with the overall purpose meaning that there might be a generational um element to Mm. what he's calling you to do that maybe you're not the one that is necessarily going to walk into what he's promised Mm. but your children and your children's children you know if you look at even the way god operates he Mm. doesn't just operate with one generation, but he operates from generation to generation. So realizing that what he's calling you to is not necessarily just for you, but it's for really everyone that is connected to you that he wants to get something to Mm -hmm. through you, you know? And so I really want to now shift the conversation a little bit um, because we've established that risk is something that we're going to have to deal with right right? risk is going to be a part of our walk as believers on Mm -hmm. a daily basis and throughout our lives and we've established that faith it's by faith Mm -hmm. that we are able to really look at risk and Mm -hmm. say i choose to still trust and move forward despite the fact that there may be failure it may not look like what i wanted it to um so Shifting then to Joshua 1, um, the Lord, as he's giving him these instructions, there are a few of the instructions that, that really stick out and I believe are uh, his teaching on what we should do in those moments mm. as we approach risk. So he says, be strong mm. and be very courageous, which he repeats seven times. He reminds him that he is with him just as he was with Moses, Mm. which is that element of his presence. Mm. And then he talks about um, how Joshua should keep his word and meditate on it day and night. So strength, courage, God's presence, and his word Mm. 
are really the the prescription that he gives us in that passage for how to approach the things that he's called us to do despite risk. Right. What do you have to say about that? No, I mean, those are very great points. So you said strength, courage, uh, God's presence in his word. Yeah. Um, I mean, all of these things are, your strength comes from him. Mm -hmm. Your courage is in him, um, his presence in his word. And so all these things for me speak to relationship, mm -hmm. right? So I, I, I kind of think about the disciples and how after, you know, Pentecost and how they were able to walk in all these things that you mentioned. And, mm -hmm. and it was from a place of relationship with the Lord that right. um, that I have confidence mm -hmm. in order to be able to do this. And, and a great example, it just came to mind. So my niece, uh, my niece was on my bed and I'm next to the bed, kind of hanging out. And so she just woke up and she was still kind of tired and sleepy. And so I was calling her. I was like, here, come on, jump, jump, jump. And she was looking at me and she'll look down, she'll look up, she'll look down, she'll look up. And so, you know, she's kind of scared because she can see me. She wants to come to me. But at the same time, she knows that, oh man, I can fall here and it's not going to end well. Mm -hmm. And I was looking and I'm like, oh, that's cute. And then the Lord just has a way of convicting you in the craziest ways. And he says, that's how a lot of us as believers will wow. approach him. And wow. I said, ooh, wow. ooh. Like she was never gonna fall, I was gonna catch her regardless. Mm -hmm. Right? And 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 so but she wasn't willing to take the the risk. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. But if she had trusted that I would have caught her, right, she would have taken the risk. Right. Right. And and that's no slight to her because she's she's young. Mm -hmm. Right? But if she was a little bit older, I would have expected her to take the risk because I would be able to catch her. And so right. um she didn't have you know, the courage in that moment mm -hmm. to take that risk. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't have, I guess, the strength in that moment to take the risk. And and, and so what, what that story really speaks to is understanding who is calling you to do what you're needing to do. Right. Right? Right. Or else, because in and of ourselves, like, we can't do nothing. Right. In and of ourselves, we can't do nothing. Exactly. But if I know that the Lord is calling me to do something, mm -hmm. right, then there's... It gives me strength to keep going, even when things are tough, mm -hmm. right? It, it gives me cur that courage. I, I can have that courage. Why? Because I know he's backing me up because right. that's the word that he's spoken over me. Um, and there's nothing greater than the presence of God in the midst of what he's calling you to do. Mm -hmm. um, just knowing that he's with you in the battle, right? We, we, we love the children. I love the stories of the children of Israel whenever they have these battles. Why? Mm -hmm. Because... The presence of the Lord was with them. So what did they do? It gave them confidence. Right. You know, give them confidence to be able to go to war because they knew the victory was theirs because God was with them. Um, and the last thing, just being assured in the Word of God, mm -hmm. because the more you you're assured in the Word of God, the more you see His Word towards you. Yeah. The words that never return void. And 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 for 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 me, it's like wow, I can hold on to this. I can hold on to His promises. I can hold on to His Word. Um, so Jesus says, whenever He was brought into the wilderness, and the enemy tempted Him, one of the times He says, "Men shall not what live by bread alone, but by." Every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Yeah. Right. And so in Deuteronomy, mm -hmm. actually, right? In Deuteronomy, Moses is talking to the children of Israel once they come out of Egypt. Um, and so Moses telling them, hey, remember when we were faced with an obstacle and uh, the sea was there, how God 
parted the sea. Remember that. Remember how the Egyptians followed us and the water collapsed and they all drowned. Remember when this and this and this and this and this. He's calling them to remember all those things that the Lord did for them. Right. And then Moses goes on to say, um, you need to remember all these things, all the promises of God, all the ways that he fulfilled his promises. Why? Because man shall not live by bread alone, wow. but by every word that proceeds so that's the word that jesus quoted was from that and so i remember reading that and i said oh wow so the reason why you know we live by the promises of god because Mm -hmm. we we're in a constant place of remembering his goodness we're in a constant place of remembering what he has done and so um so for me being in this place of remembrance you know gives you courage you know, I, I feel like the Lord is con- continuously encouraging his children mm-hmm. to be more bold, to take more risk, to step out even further, to pray bigger, to dream bigger um, in all these different things. So being able to be in the word, you get to see something like that. And it's like, wow, OK, that's awesome. OK, I know for a fact that I can place my faith in this. So, wow, yeah, that's really good. And as you were sharing that, I was actually thinking of a, of a time where I'm, I have a younger sister, she's four years younger than me. And when we were younger, mm. I remember when we would go out to play at different playgrounds. Mm. And she's, since she was a little girl, um, she has this uh, outgoing personality yeah. and uh, she's always getting herself into stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember multiple, you know, my mom would always tell me, She's different when she goes with you than when she goes by herself. Mm. And I never really understood why as a little boy, as you were sharing that, I was really thinking about why it was that that it was different. And you could see that every, and you know, I don't, she wasn't really necessarily being picked on or anything. I think Mm. she was starting a lot of the fights and the arguments, but the risk of of even dealing with confrontation, Mm. she approached it differently when she was with her big brother Mm. versus when she wasn't. And the reason is just like you said, relationship, Mm. right? Because she knew one, that she could find strength and courage in who was with her and who was coming with her. And I didn't have to tell her that I had her back, yeah. that I was for her. Mm. She already knew that. Yeah. And I think it's in the same way that she could approach going to the playground with so much confidence mm. because she knew, oh, I know who I'm going with. Right. I know I know who is my yeah. backup. Yeah. And in the same way, I feel like a lot of times we forget that the Lord doesn't speak to us to accomplish things on our own. Mm. He doesn't just say, hey, you go and do that. Yeah. And... Uh, you're on, yeah, your you're on your own. <laughs> you figure that out. Let me know how it yeah. works. He, 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 not only does he go with us, but he also goes before us. Yeah. Right. And so he doesn't call us to anything that he hasn't already been to, mm. seen the outcome and then say, Hey, Josue, yeah. I need you to do this. So it's almost, it's almost like, it's not that risk is, is, is disappears because mm. we still feel it. It's, right. it's always going to be a, a a natural thing that we feel mm. but i think where the difference comes is what we choose to do with it right right we can either try to uh mitigate the risk or eliminate the risk or do you know what all of the different things and ways that we try to um appease ourselves right. um or we can say well god said it he's coming with me mm. and there's a purpose for it Therefore, I'm going to go and do. 
So I don't know what it is that that the Lord is currently calling you to in this season. I don't know uh, what he is asking you to do. But as we've even talked through this, it's clear that nothing worth doing is going to be without risk. Mm. And so for us, the decision is choosing to move forward in spite of it. Choosing faith and choosing to know that we have a God whose heart and character have proven that he is for us. Mm. Um, And choosing to go knowing that he wouldn't call you to whatever he's calling you to, no matter how small or how big. And and I, I even want to say this, God doesn't look at your obedience based on how big it seems to you, mm-hmm. right? The, the way that God calls each and every one of us, he's not looking at, oh, that was a big step of obedience because yeah. he decided to write a book. Mm-hmm. Or that was a big step of obedience because she decided to share her testimony. When God speaks and we obey, he is pleased simply because we chose to obey. Right. He's not looking at the size. He's not looking at the magnitude. Because I think that's something that we have at the back right. of our minds. Right. We go, when God will call me to that big thing, I'll do it. Yeah. But <clears throat> what is the little thing that he's calling you to do right now? Mm. What is the little thing in this season? Yeah. In your current environment, whether it's at work, whether it's at school, whether it's at church, whatever it is, he's calling you to it on purpose. Mm. And uh, the question that remains for you and that will remain for us for the rest of our lives is, will you risk it for the biscuit? So the choice is yours as to whether or not you will risk it for the biscuit. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Kaizen. Josue, thank you so much for coming on and and sharing your words of wisdom and what the Lord has really put on you and Mm. in you. Um, I even want to say this. I'm really encouraged by uh, the way that the Lord continues to uh, speak in and through you. Mm. Um, It's evident in, you know, the things that that you've already done, but also the things that he's going to do through you. Do you have any last words for people? Yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me on. It's a privilege. It's an honor. I love just this this platform that the Lord has given you, and I will be praying that that continues to grow even more and more. And for the people, I just want to say one last uh, one last verse that came to mind. Uh, I believe it's Ephesians six ten. It says to be strong in the Lord in the power of His might. Mm. It's not your might; it's His might. Yeah. Right. So continue to rely on His might in whatever it is that He's calling you to, and especially in those moments of risk, in those moments of taking steps of faith for whatever it is that he's placed in your heart, be strong in him and in the power of his mind. So that's the last thing I had. Thank you guys for having me on. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Again, we love to hear from you, whether you have questions, whether you have comments, um, anything that we even said that, that is stirring different things in you. We'd love to even know what is the Lord asking you to risk right now? What, what is he calling you to do? Um, Remember to like, to share, Uh, If there's someone that you know that needs this word, be sure to get that to them. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to Kaizen, and we'll see you next time.